Yeah, good morning, everybody. Welcome. Thanks for joining us here. RC After Hours back in the studio here. Uh, great show lined up. Special guests joining us last minute. So I say we jump right into it. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us on Facebook Live. I'm your host, Chris Ron Caglione. Joining us in studio is Mike. Oh, wait. There is no Mike Coolins. Where is he? He's out in the tree stand. <laughs> but that's okay. We got other guests here. So joining us in studio are our good friends, uh, Scott and Pat. Hey, morning. Welcome. As always, up in the great white north, the crazy Canadian, Andre the Tree Russo. Good morning. And our special guest joining us at the very last minute, surprisingly, I was shocked, Stephen Neal from Hobby King. Welcome, Steve. Thanks for uh, hopping on the show last minute. How are you guys? How are you going? Good, good. How's things? Good. We're uh, we're up. We got our coffee. We're raring to go. So I'm glad you're joining us. Yeah, I've, I've, I've my coffee time's over. I'm ready to do this podcast. Then I'll crash and then uh, back to work in the morning. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh! Fantastic. Uh, real quick, thanks uh, to Get FPV for sponsoring this episode, bringing everybody in studio and helping Steve get on the show. Uh, go check out GetFPV.com. All kinds of great daily deals there. Free shipping on most orders over 60 bucks. And for all our international listeners, they now have DHL Shipping International. And if you want some FPV or drone needs, they have everything. So go spend $100 Use our discount code RC After Hours and you get 10% off your entire order. So thanks, getfpv.com. Go check them out. We'll chat about them a little bit more later. So here we are. Uh, come join us on Facebook Live if you haven't already. Steve has joined us last minute. So we are live. If you have any questions for him, I'm sure we can get some uh, answers like soon or shortly or something from him. <laughs> I got, I got to harass you a little bit, but uh, yeah, come join us live on Facebook and uh, we can answer some questions for you. And you guys haven't been in studio for a while. So maybe you have some questions for Steve. You've probably been listening to the podcast and seeing a lot of the new stuff uh, that has come out or, or is coming up soon, like the C-130, which last time you were in studio, we had that huge big discussion of why we haven't seen any of that stuff. And it was like a week later, we heard the announcement. So you had to be excited about that. So, Steve, what do we want to talk about? Well, first of all, we can talk about the Durafly Bonanza. That's just been released, one of the new ranges of, um, of Durafly. So it's the the Durafly Light Series, if you might say it that way. Mm-hmm. It basically is an aeroplane that doesn't have any landing gear, is a hand launch and belly landing aeroplane, or that style, and that's the ethos of that aeroplane, I suppose you could say. Um, easily put together at the field, or you know, it's very lightweight and flies well once you have it set up. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be the start of a few new planes that are going to come through the Durafly range, which is very exciting. Obviously, we've already released this one and the Buffalo. Not sorry, released announced this one and the and announced the Buffalo. Yes, and the Buffalo follows up before the end of this year. So that's the two airplanes there. The Bonanza, like I said, once set up, flies extremely well on three, and if you modify the ESC, extremely well on four S as well. So, so nice. Wow. I, I seen some videos on it on three cell and it looked pretty darn fast, just stock. So I couldn't imagine on four cell that thing is really going to be ripping around. 
Yeah, for, um, four cells um, actually makes the aeroplane fly a bit a bit more weight in the nose if you put a heavier battery in it. But it um, it actually gives it a bit more authority when you when you push it around. You just got to make sure the elevator is extremely low on the throws, otherwise mm-hmm. it will snap your into mm. a stall. Um, I've flown this thing with 100% rates on everything and 40%, so 100% throws on everything and 40% expo, and I I can really make it do some cool stuff. We didn't put it in the video because it sort of shows the aeroplane being completely out of control. We wanted to show the video, you know, like the, the slow passes and whatever else. So, but um, you can see in the in the actual uh, the the product profile where we build it, the aeroplane flies really, really slow and inside the inside the area of this field. So it, mm-hmm. um, it actually, the slow flight's pretty. It's a lot of fun, and I prefer to fly it without the tanks. So nice. there you go. There's some tip. I like it without the tanks. It looks a bit a little bit different. But um, um, flies really well. well. Like I said, once it's set up, it's a perfect little flyer. It's a lot of fun. Now, of course, everybody knows here at uh, RC After Hours, we're huge on belly landers. And so I'm, I'm excited that this whole new series is coming out. But I'm wondering in general, it, what's the response been? I know you've had them. I think you had uh, one on display down at Knoll here and then over in Europe. Yep. What has been the response for the, the small little and, and again, we love belly landers because you throw them in your car. They're easy to transport. They're, they're The batteries are cheap. They're fun to fly. You don't have to have a nice landing spot, you know, to take off and land. They're just all in all fun. You get two or three of them together and you crank around with your buddies. I think they're awesome. But what has been the response? Well, we learned early, you know, like obviously with the EFX race or the EFX and and those planes, that they're, they're obviously belly landers. Mm-hmm. And... And we had some, you know, obviously some fantastic sales and responses and everything with those aircraft. Um, it was just a matter of time before we found a smaller plane. And we, the the reason why we've put under the Durafly banner and not under H-King is because you have all those, um, it, it sort of follows the same tradition of, of um, Durafly where it's an unusual subject for a start. Mm-hmm. You know, a V-tail Bonanza is, is not a, you know, it's an unusual looking aeroplane. Yes. Um, and has all those... You know, it's cool features, you know, it's plug and fly. It has all the ball link controls. It, you know, it's basically a very quick assembly. And and that's the response has been really good. The sales have been extremely strong with the, awesome. with the Bonanza, which has been fantastic because, um, you know, anything that we make that sells well, it's a, it's a bonus. You know, it's mm. a bonus for everyone in the industry. It's a bonus for my boss likes it. We like it. <laughs> it keeps It keeps everyone gainfully employed. And um, <laughs> it, it leads us on to the next product that comes after that so obviously if we you know i mean and also like saying this we've also got the the bigger plane to come out next year which is the um, albatross mm-hmm. the flying boat and that's mm-hmm. also a belly lander so when you have a look at it it's, it's a belly lander as well with no gear um it is one point you can hand launch it as well which is pretty cool oh wow so it's a big airplane that you can just simply just throw it and it just glides out of your hand it's a fantastic that plane is sensational. I love it. But yeah, anyway, that, that's that, that's that's. We'll talk about that one when when it comes. To, you know, a bit more information on that one. Yeah. Obviously, I I seen some pictures of it. It does look really cool. And then you know, of course, us here in Ohio, and and obviously with Andre up there in the Great White North, winter time, it would be perfect for yeah. winter time flying too. You know. Yeah, I mean, obviously snow and and we like just rotate off the ground off grass and a rough strip and it, oh, it's wow. handled it really well with a plastic mm. skid underneath so it's um mm. 
yeah, all the testing was done on, you know, and then obviously off water as well. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll handle the yeah. snow testing for you if you like. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll take that off then. <laughs> um, and now on, on to the C-130. The C-130 is definitely nearly at all warehouses, which is very, very exciting. And we've got some news coming up about that very, 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 very soon. Ooh. That's all I'm going to say about the C-130. Nice. And move on to the next one. Um, hmm. We've also just released, let's go on to, um, I don't know, we'll, we'll stick with the Bellylanders, I suppose. All right. And the, the next range of aircraft will, will follow suit and be in a similar, um, I suppose, theme as what the Bonanza and the Buffalo are. So mm -hmm. there's some interesting designs coming out with these style of aeroplanes as well. Some have never been done in foam before, which is very exciting. Cool. Are you seeing are you seeing a lot of interest because of the price point on say the Bonanza and the uh, and the Buffalo in like that you know I know it's what one hundred and just above a hundred dollars in the U S yeah, yeah. for the international it's like ninety so yeah that was the whole idea of the airplane was to bring it out with that bit of quality and and also have you know you know it's easy to fly the quality's you know fantastic and it's a uh, you know the price points it's priced at the right market so it's um you know so all those things combined you know produce a fantastic airplane for the for the rc community so that's what it's all about awesome i, I man i'm excited for you know and again bonanza uh the buffalo too like you were just mentioning is kind of uh, unusual planes you know i don't know if i've ever really seen a bonanza out there uh i'm not sure if there there's too many buffaloes out there so i i like that you're branching off and bringing something different it's just not your usual you know warbird belly lander or, or something like that so i i think that's going to spark the interest in a lot of people too like hey this is something different we don't see this at the field or my buddies are going to really really like this yeah yeah i like the, yeah, I really like um the price point of it too like yeah it's a beautiful plane for, for yeah. the price like, that's amazing yeah yeah and the, and the buffalo it's um it's a, it's a very I mean you, you know what the buffalo is it's a very chunky yeah. stocky little plane and it's um it's extremely strong as well it's 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 yeah, it's, it's a very cool looking airplane. Mm. Uh, curiosity out of the two you know they're completely different planes but the the flying characteristics between the Bonanza and the Buffalo are they really different or do they just because yeah, of the, the yeah they are yeah that the buffaloes are heavier. So it's got a heavy, like a, I suppose a, uh, uh, a heavier wing loading. Mm -hmm. um, flies a bit faster, but has a bigger wing comparison to the body. So you've got a very short fuselage, big wing. Yeah. Um, but it flies. It flies. It's a. It's a lot of fun to fly. <laughs> it's um. It's fast. On three S, huh. it's, it's really quick. Wow. And guys, if you hop, if you hop the buffalo up onto four S, it's um. I think it's close to sort of EFX on three X on three on three S. So mm. it's a um, still yeah, a, sporty, but yeah, respectable. Wow. It's it's a fast little plane. Very like, like a, one of the guys <laughs> described it as a, as a nugget. So it kind of does look like a nugget, <laughs> a nugget <laughs> in the air. Now I, I know we've talked about it before, but for maybe some new listeners, what uh, what size batteries are these belly landers running on? Yeah, we originally tried to cater around the 2200 3S, and that, that's oh, okay. where I think I did talk about it in the early, early days. But we did test the Bonanza on a 2200 3S and found it really heavy. Mm -hmm. So we 
we went back to sort of, uh, you know, we've flown it from anything from an 1100 all the way up to a 1600. We like 1400 or thereabouts. Um, you can fit a 1300 right the way up the nose and it balances on that 75 millimeter point around there, I'd say. We have in the manual, it has got 70 millimeters plus or minus five millimeters. I fly it a little bit tail heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like planes to be a bit snappier, but, um, yeah, if you, if you get it around that 75 millimeter, you know, with, with around uh, 1400, but remember the batteries that we use are mostly graphene, so they're a little bit they're heavier, heavier than standard battery. Yep. So <clears throat> guys putting in batteries that are like, you know, lighter packs and then saying, oh, in the manual you've got, you know, a 1300 pack, but I mean, it's uh, graphene, so they're a bit heavier. So we may have to look at um, in the future using our standard size weight batteries and then so we, we we're looking at that as well to compare batteries weights and that sort of stuff so mm-hmm. that, that you know was a bit, bit of an error on my part we've put in graphenes and, and weight up the center of gravity off, off graphene so uh, yeah yeah and so it doesn't something like graphene so something like a, a nanotech or something versus a graphene 13 like the two different batteries yeah like if you were to have a if you were to have a nano like a i suppose just a Eternity blue battery, like your standard sort of 20C battery, which you should fly with that because it doesn't need to have a high C rating battery, uh, battery at all. Um, actually, I flew it off a Multistar 3-cell 10C pack, and it flew fantastic on a 1400. So Cool. In I like video, it. I was flying, Cheap I was batteries. Yeah. And yeah, man, they're, they're like, you know, like, I think they're like 695 US. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's, you could fly yeah, all day. Yeah, and the... Um, and the, the Buffalo will fit definitely a 2200, no problem at all. Mm, nice. Right up the front. But that one, the, the Buffalo is actually 2200 3S. So I've got no problems at all saying that with the Buffalo because, you know, you, you could put a, a big pack in there and still fly it like a nugget and it's cool fun. So. <laughs> yeah, Andre, I'm liking the uh, three cell 1300, uh, you know, hand launch belly land uh, over the six cell $600 jets that, you know, you got hanging on your shelf for shelf queens over there. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's yeah, Ooh. yeah, it's, it's the season is, uh, yeah, this, I, I'm hoping it's not like last winter because, uh, yeah, that was, it's, it was no fun. And so far it's been wet and windy and yeah. Actually, I, I, it's probably perfect to go flying right now. Sorry, it's uh, no, it's four degrees Celsius. Oh, oh man, <laughs> really? I wow. think we're I'm not little, ready for this. Yeah, we're a little warmer, <laughs> but not much. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, we got obviously we've got extreme climates over here. Like we'll be hitting fifty degrees in summer, and it's just like yuck. And yeah, no one flies because you have any sort of black foam on any airplane. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> man. You reckon you've got alligator skin over there? Wow! Oh my god! Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. It's like popcorn over here. It sort of pops out of the skin. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow! So, yeah, we. But we test a lot of the obviously the color schemes and everything out here in summer, and we think it's you know like oh my god these color schemes aren't going to work, and then we go to the northern hemisphere and their summer, and it's a different heat. It's completely different. So mm. yeah, the colors that we test work everywhere else except for Australia, which is. Which is pretty funny, but there's a question here from Buck Stamps. He says, "Any word on the Bob Avios Spit Scheme release?" Oh, okay. Um, maybe just on the Spitfire. I think he's referring to Battle of Britain, the Mark yes. Five. Yes, yeah. The Mark Five 
wasn't in the Battle of Britain, so we probably won't do a Mark V in the Battle of Britain colour scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mark V came out after the Battle of Britain. So, yeah, I don't think we're going to see the Mark V in a Battle of Britain colour scheme. Okay. But when does the Mark V get released? I'm not going to say it, oh. but soon. <laughs> soon. Wow. <laughs> I still got to produce those Darren T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, look, we're uh, we, we we it's it's definitely coming. It's like it's it's there. It's yeah, it's on its way. <laughs> it's right on it's the edge. <laughs> well, we've got we've got um the Cyber November sale, which is a big sale for us and big sale for everybody in mm-hmm. the in the. In, anyone who's on e-commerce or marketing or anything else. So we're obviously we, we have to not let these releases collide with that sale and try and fit them in, in and around there. So we've got some balancing to do coming up towards the end of the year, which is very exciting. Plus we've got the Oktoberfest challenge at the moment, which is what I'm going to talk about anyway. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't know if you've seen the silly video that Simon and myself did with the uh, Oktoberfest challenge where you got to knock over beer cans or steins or and you can oh. win a prize how did you not deck him for that yeah no kidding <laughs> but, um, the, it, was, uh, it was a solid sound dude <laughs> yeah i've got a hard head man it's, it's, it's rock solid it's um <laughs> it actually didn't hurt at all it's wow. just noise that nah, it's pretty it's a lot of fun but uh that 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 actual footage where the tundra knocks over the beer cans i did that on one pack nice it was two flights so i was like i've got this so uh, we had to extend the the ball a bit and then we went out and did it again and and um i forgot to watch the airplane i was watching the ball bounce down the thing and then watch the airplane and the airplane was like 90 degrees towards the ground and i was like oh that's not going well (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but that challenge, I mean, like, if well, you know, we, we've got some, or we've already got some guys put up some videos or send them to us, and uh, we've seen them, so that's a lot of fun. And, you know, $500 worth of store credit and your own beer wow. stone, just, just a lot of that's fun. Awesome. A lot of fun. Awesome. So, uh, we're, we're looking forward to more entries, so guys, get your entries and hurry up. Awesome. You know. <laughs> Any questions for Steve you think of? No? Come on, don't be shy. I'm here for a short. I'm here for a short time. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing off the top of my head. Oh, not really. We I cover. Want, <laughs> I know you guys do such a good job of like covering everything. It's yeah. like <laughs> you've already answered most of them, um, other than when it's coming out. Other than that, <laughs> yeah. Well, all I but can I say is that that um, testing in regards to new planes, I haven't been this busy. And Ian and myself, our office. If I showed you a photo of our office, it looks like it looks like we've had about thirty planes crash in our office. It's 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 called the, the junkyard at the moment. There's that many airplanes <laughs> in different bits and pieces and getting built. And it's amazing how many things we have at the moment. Um, I know I've got four EDFs in testing at the moment, which is very very exciting. Oh, for us guys. nice! Oh, wow. oh, Look at Andre. He's Andre up. rubbing oh, the old <laughs> hands together. Yeah, <laughs> another jet. He's beaming now. Um. Yeah, so that, that's um, <laughs> that, that's pretty exciting. Uh, we're working on the the next. I think it's the seventy millimeter sky sword to be brought out in six S as standard. Mm. Oh, wow. nice! So you did manage Ian's to been, get it all. 
Okay. Yeah, so Ian's been doing that. That's that's been his little his his love child. Um, and obviously the Spitfire is the, the the we're doing the videos for both the Spitfire and the C one hundred and thirty at the moment, which is waiting <laughs> for the weather over here to get better so we can do the videos and um, then obviously bonanzas and the, the, there's a lot of stuff to get done and plus all the other stuff that comes through as well. So it's um yeah it's a busy, very busy time in the office. So it's um a lot of fun, especially with the EDF. So I'm excited about the EDFs. So we got yeah. That's all I can say at the moment. EDFs, fantastic. EDFs, wow, wow. But um, bigger than the C130, we have an EDF coming out, which is bigger than the C130. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, what? <laughs> so you're talking like so, like two 6S packs or something like that? Right. Well, it's bigger than the C130, Andre. That's oh my gosh. Oh, oh my darn. And you know, I got to laugh because if, if you could hear how many times Andre will buy a plane and go, that's it. I'm done for the year. I'm not spending any more money. This is it. I'm perfectly happy. And then you get Steve on here and he's talking about a new EDF uh, bigger than the C-130. And I already see the ball rolling. Yeah. He's like, hmm, how can I budget that in? How many? Let's yeah, see what yeah. yeah, last podcast, Andre was talking about peering down the fleet. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. He's probably already going, well, I could sell this now. Yeah. I could sell this. Uh-huh. Over, over time on the weekend. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. I see yeah. it. See, I need to quit my job so I can fly during the day, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've, I've got my own personal planes that I've got, and I don't get to fly them because I'm, I'm busy. And so busy with the other. You're, 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 flew, you're flown out, and then you know the, then you have the full-scale stuff as well, right? Yeah, yeah, and and I'm also working part time at the place where I'm learning how to fly, so I can oh, offset the cost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, basically working in the hangar and moving airplanes around and stuff like that, and refilling them with fuel and stuff. And every day is just a holiday working there. It's not really work, but um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> um, yeah. Plus, yeah, trying to fit everything in. Plus, life, kids, blah blah blah. Oh man, yeah. so much that whole reason so much children thing. Yeah, they get in the way, don't they? Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. And then there's that whole sleep thing, which we're depriving you oh, of. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I've realised like I can work off four hours, so I'm good. Wow, I'm good. nice, nice. So the show will extend the show a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm, I'm I'm watching the time. I'm watching the time. No, we're we're good. We're good. Um, but yeah, the um, and also working with Ian with Kingcraft, which is our mm-hmm. timber range, which we brought out originally brought out the um, the pit special as the first one we did, and we've got some exciting stuff in 2019. That's where we're at with the Kingcraft range. So the Bolsa stuff's coming out, which is which is pretty cool. So there's some good stuff coming out in Bolsa as well, which is very exciting for Bolsa guys and gas guys as well. So good news. Good news on, cool. on that front. Um, yeah. And I think as far as new releases and everything else, we're, um, we're, we're running a bit of a tight-lipped ship at the moment. There's not much going to be leaked coming out with new models. So what we've what we've announced and what you've seen is basically what we're going to see until they're they're released. So we've um, we've listened listened to the RC community <laughs> and we've um, we've we've gone through you know the the older releases and and the new stuff's coming through, which is which is pretty exciting. And um, 
Yeah, so you won't hear much from us in regards to soon anymore. We're actually being banned from banks. And some other news. Um, you, you, you guys would know Toby. Toby was the um, the vice president of Hobby King. Mm-hmm. He's um, now the CEO or, or the chief executive officer or the, our managing director or whatever you want to call him. He's now our, our total boss of Hobby King. Which is oh, fantastic. wow. So, um, yeah, Anthony's still there. Anthony's mm-hmm. still there. But um, Toby is actually running the show, which is fantastic news for everyone involved. And, you know, yeah. Toby's a fantastic boss and he's, um, yeah, the respect that he earns from his employees is fantastic. So we've got some a lot of work to do with Toby and Toby's ideas. And so definitely see some changes coming through when Toby, you know, we release Toby onto the world. So he's got some, you know, fantastic ideas for everyone involved. So we're very excited. That's awesome. Hey, uh, while we got you on, too, we were going to talk about this today because I don't know much of it. So, obviously, you are the expert. Um, We noticed that HK Swallow FPV Wing uh, was announced. So, where did that come from? Is that something you guys were worked on or did you pick that up off of somebody else? Or where did the Swallow come from? I was a little surprised from that. The H-King range of airplanes is... is, um uh, products that aren't really unique to us. They may be made for other manufacturers, but sometimes mm-hmm. they're made for us as well. So there's different things. Like, for instance, the um, SkySword, which is a HKIM product, um, is, um, you know, can, can, you can see it being made by another manufacturer. So it's not directly our product. Uh-huh. Um, so the HKIM range has a bit of a blend of that. Um, uh-huh. And these, I think, were made for another, made from another company for us. So, um, in regard, I think there's a few coming out in this range of different size FPV wings in mm-hmm. this platform. So the Swallow was the first one. And I'm not too sure what the rest of them are called. There's a couple of names. I think they all start with bird names. I think that's the theme that we had at the moment with, with birds <laughs> and FPV. So I'm not too sure. But there, there are a few different. That's Ian who looks after H-King, not myself. So I don't uh-huh. really know that much about um, But all I know is that they're FP wing, F, sorry, FPV wings in different sizes and different um, guises, I suppose. I'm, I'm not really 100 percent sure, but that's the first one that comes through. So, gotcha. I've seen a few in the office, so I don't. Yeah, but yeah, I think they're basically FPV wings with that EPP indestructible foam, and mm-hmm. you know, glued together, and away you go. So there's a few in that range. Yeah. Well, um, once we get you off, we're, we're going to chat a little more. I, I'll pull up the specs, and we'll you know check into it. Just a little going bit more. back, we'll just step back a bit. The Spitfire obviously comes out with an FPV cockpit. Yes. And that was something that was, that was teased a while back. And that actually comes out with a pen and tilt setup in the box. Oh, so wow. That's pretty exciting. No kidding. So in there you'll have the servo-linked control, the the, the actual um, control stick turns mm-hmm. as you turn arm or your aileron left and right. Oh, wow. And also the... Um, the pan and tilt is set up inside the cockpit. So all you basically need to do is mount your camera, your own camera, VTX, and obviously your electronics, and then away you go, which huh. is very exciting with the with a with a one point four meter, or fit, you know, fourteen fifty millimeter wingspan Spitfire. It's a lot of fun on six S. Awesome, man. And if anyone has flown the eleven hundred millimeter Spitfire, this one is it flies better than the eleven hundred. And if anyone's flown the eleven hundred millimeter Spitfire, you know mm. what I mean by how good it flies. Mm-hmm. This actually flies. Tom Hunt actually did a video just recently with the FPV setup flying around, which looks fantastic to music and all that sort of stuff. So good on Tom Hunt for, for releasing that for us. It's fantastic. Yes. 
And that's, um, I don't know if there's anything new to add. That's all I've got at the moment. Well, that's pretty good. That's more than what I expected today. But uh, <laughs> and and if you if you see any photos of, of of me at the moment, I've just bought a monkey bike. Yes, a Honda monkey bike. So <laughs> Honda, if you're listening and you need someone to um <laughs> to represent your company, swing me. I need a yellow one now because I've got a blue one. So <laughs> if Honda want to send me a monkey bike to a uh, road test, sure, I'll I'll do it. There you 100%. go. There you it's go. The, uh, Probably the, the best thing I've bought all year. It's, it's fantastic. It's it's been. It's, have you, it's, uh, have you figured awesome. out how to strap your airplanes on it yet? I've realised that I can. I've bought a little rack for the back mm-hmm. where I can put my transmitter case. Yep. And then I've just got my dad, who's got a station wagon, and he can follow me around. <laughs> you <laughs> you gotta go. get a little radio, you know, radio flyer trailer, man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm, but. Andre, I'm only on my L's. And in Australia, you can't tow a trailer on your L's. Oh. oh you got to push now. So no no pillion passenger. I can't go over 90 kilometers an hour. <laughs> I can't drink and I can't tow a trailer and I can't use my bike on my L's for work. Oh, oh really? Wow. wow, that's interesting. Wow. So yeah, that is interesting. Recreational and yeah. Which is hilarious because I'm like in my 40s. <laughs> on my L's on a monkey bike, which is the funniest thing I've ever seen. So I think uh, I'm really cool when I see myself in a shop window and I realize that I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just an old man on a, on a silly bike. But yeah. A friend of mine actually said that I look like a performing clown on a circus bike. Oh, jeez. Uh, he's just, yeah, oh, they're just man. jealous, but yeah, that's anyway, right. Yeah, and anyone who does tease me, they get banned from the monkey club, so they're not allowed to be on it. So it's all good. <laughs> I'm happy with that. Uh, oh, that's it. good. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So it's, it's the little things, I suppose, that keep yeah. us happy. So, but it's, it's summer here, so I get I get like the whole summer to ride around on my monkey bike. So, I'm is, pretty excited. Is your long term goal, and obviously, once you pass your L uh, to and get onto your next level, is is to upgrade to a, a, a larger size bike, or is just the monkey bike everything you like? You, you wanted to say real bike, didn't you? Then you, you were going <laughs> uh-huh. to say real bike. Andre nearly got banned from the monkey club. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's always been. I've always wanted to buy a monkey bike, like a Z50, the smaller ones, the 50cc. And then when this was released, I decided to buy it, and then I had to get my bike license. So I actually went the wrong way around it. But um, yeah, so I, I definitely would like to get a bigger bike to obviously uh, commute on. Would be a lot more comfortable than a monkey bike. Yeah, doing yeah doing commutes and that sort of stuff. So, but. But that's long term, short term. I'll just keep riding the monkey bike. It's, it's just a lot of fun. So, have you wow. convinced Ian to get one yet? God, Toby said that we'd look like dumb and dumber, you know, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> if I was to double into work, so. <laughs> oh my the gosh! Promos. Come on, think of the think, yeah. think of the mini opportunities. Yes, oh, we we already cop enough on social media from our. <laughs> from the people in the community we don't need more ammunition uh, for them guys come on <laughs> that's fantastic um, I love it I and love another it. thing too um, Hobby King actually has a Hobby King community page on Facebook now which is mm-hmm. growing and growing mm-hmm. and um, guys check that out because you'll see a lot of new stuff on there as well and sneak peeks and oh. behind the scenes sort of um, you know video and clips of us out filming and doing stuff so you're going to see some um in that community page, you're going to see a lot of us and the, the sort of like the back side of nah, that's not the right way. So the, <laughs> the back side, the inside of the work. There you go. Thing. So yeah, cool. Awesome. 
All right, guys, last chance. If you're joining us on Facebook Live or if you two have any questions for Steve, now's the time. Otherwise, I know he's up, been up late, maybe even possibly yeah, could have had it. some adult beverages earlier. I don't know. Um, but this is it. Uh, I, I did. I actually, I, this afternoon, I've had, a, I've had a really relaxing afternoon with my sister, which is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And we were listening to some really, really bad music and drinking some beer, and she <laughs> fell. She'd gone you know, ages ago. And um, she was... Um, yeah, and I, that left me to my own devices, listening to really bad music, so it was pretty funny, pretty funny oh. afternoon. <laughs> Sounds like a good afternoon to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was fantastic, and now I'm, I'm, I'm paying for it now, but that's all good. It's all uh, good. Well, all right, Steve, um, we really appreciate it. Like I said, this was last minute, unexpected. You were up and, and messaged Andre and said, hey, I'll come on the show, hang out for a little bit. So yeah. that, this was a great treat. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Thanks for coming on. Uh, as soon as we get them new releases out, uh, we'll definitely have you back yes. on and get yeah, a little bit as, more in as depth. As soon as we have some information about the C one thirty, you'll definitely be hearing. Everyone's going to be hearing about it. So, yep. um, yeah, all I can say is very, 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 very soon you'll <laughs> be hearing about the C one thirty. So awesome! There you go. Yep, and you know if anybody was listening, the little hint was in there that they already worked on the video, so that's I'm assuming yeah, going to be out. Gotta be super yeah, close. it's got to be darn close. So, all right, Steve, well, go. go get some sleep so that uh, you know you don't wake up Monday morning and go out and crash everything that you're testing. Uh, we want you to at least be <laughs> somewhat coherent. So, thanks for joining us last minute, and we will definitely talk to you soon. All right, guys, take care. All right, take care, Steve. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. And there you See have ya. it. Bye-bye. Steve, joining us last minute. How fun was that, huh? Just hopping on and... Very awesome. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's excited for the C-130? I, I'm not uh, sure. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, the only downside is I have to upgrade my radio. The TX-6 isn't just... Oh, spe- oh yeah, speaking yeah, yeah, of yeah, that, yeah, that so. surprisingly... Mike just bought an iX12. Oh, did he? So, really? Yes. Oh, there you go. Nice. He's wow. had it in the box. He's, I think he's had it for a week. Basically, I, when I seen him on Thursday evening, uh, Mike Finley, for everybody knows Mike Finley, he's kind of like the community guy everybody knows. And uh, he was in town working, so we went and had some dinner with him, drank a couple beers, and was. And Mike's like, uh, yeah, I've had my iX12. Um, when are you going to get it off of me and program everything for me? Oh, that's funny. Because <laughs> I haven't even taken it out of the box yet. Um, but, yeah, I think I think the talk of the town right now is that C-130. Everybody's been, you know, waiting and waiting and talking about it and wondering about it. And, yeah, you know. That's an awesome thing. I think it'll be interesting, you know, once this plane does get out. <laughs> Mike Finley says he's programming in coordinated turns oh, right no, now. Yeah, yeah. Special mode. Maybe he's going to, we should just give it to Chad. <laughs> yeah, we'll just give the radio to Chad. Dude. Here you go, Chad. Program, coordinated you know. turns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I think Andre down the road, it'd be interesting to see once this C-130 comes out and you know, how it is, how it flies and everything. If this is going to make the other manufacturers you know obviously we talked to alpha a little bit about it and he said eh, yeah, it is yeah, what it yeah. is and yeah, he he's still not it, yeah. interested but i i still think these manufacturers are going to take a good hard look at this airplane and yeah. and i'm sure have one in their hands and check it out and fly and go hmm could be on to something here you know yeah it's and, uh, uh it, it is going to be interesting what i what i laughed is you know steve's comment that these they're bigger planes coming out now what was this one? Was it 1,600 mils uh, or was it 14? Either way, it's going to be a I think, big yeah. plane to look at and right. deal with. So. 
Yeah. yeah, the way he said it, I just wonder if it's just a bigger actual physical plane versus a, I don't know. Big wing? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I know. I went and uh, um, actually I got a really cool story because I was testing, I was trying to see my A10 would fit in the trunk of my car with the wings on because things like the Bushmill will mm-hmm. fit. Mm-hmm. Not a chance with the A10. So oh, really? Started making, oh, no. no it's, bigger than the, okay. it's bigger it's than the Bushmill? Because the way the wing is and stuff like this, uh-huh. I think uh, it just it won't go in. The nose sticks too far out. With the bush mule, I think the wing is closer to the nose, right? So you can oh, kind of just angle it in. Yep. This one, the wing is kind of in the middle of the A10. But I'm out there and I'm like, I'm just I'm just goofing around seeing if there's geometry that I can work with. I'm like, no, nah, this is not going to fit in the car. I have to build a rack and take the wings off. Anyhow, this gentleman walks by, you know, and he's walking his dog, looks at the plane. The next day I'm out taking a stroll and he stops me and he says, hey, was that an A-10? And I'm like, yeah. He says, yeah, I'm ex-Air Force. And one of his buddies actually did the U.S.-Canadian exchange program and flew an A-10. So he was all curious. curious. He says, I've never seen a model. I said, well, there's about four out in the, you know, there are about four different, uh, you know, manufacturers that make different sizes of this. And this is like the second largest one. So. Um, but I actually managed to get out and make a PVC rack. It is designed for the free wing one, so I got to do some modifications, mm-hmm. but that's how this plane's going to get transported. No, I've not flown it yet. I'm waiting. The weather has just been like you, Chris. It's either been super windy or yeah. just raining, you know? So I'm just, and like I said, right now it's still five degrees, and I'm sure by the time I'm ready to go, the winds will be up. So I'm going to give myself time. And mm-hmm. I'm not rushing this airplane. It, it will fly when it flies, and the rest of the EDS will fly when they fly. You know, so it's um, it'll get there. Uh, the guys are talking. Actually, George Baker chimed in and said the IX12 is uh, really cool, and you better do the updates. Yes, so, I've heard that. Read that. Yes. programming for the radio. But yeah, that makes sense, right? And that's yeah. the whole reason they went with this path. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm still surprised that we haven't seen more, seen that that technology trickle down. Yeah, the other radios yet, but you never know what 2019 will hold, right? I think, and again, this was a little test thing, I think, for him. And, uh, you know, we talked to, uh, who did we talk to from Ryzen? Was it Michael, I think? Um, or Miguel? We talked to Miguel. Yes. And yes. Um, so the way, even if I remember correctly, he seemed to think, you know, this was the test bed. And obviously, once this gets going and get the bugs worked out and everything, this technology is going to slowly trickle down to the other radios, which makes sense. I mean, yeah. why not? Can you update that one directly, or does it have to still use the SD I, card? I think with Mike's old DX8, we got to we have. Is that what you're asking for? Well, I'm saying with the new one with the IX12, since it has the connectivity it's got the online, board, so it, yeah, you can just, you just directly right update, in. yeah. Oh yeah, I think so. I mean, that make it easier. At least. Yes, and you have to do the song. Yeah. Oh, with, with the, the SD card, card yes. and then correct. Yeah, transfer yeah. it over. Right, right. So I uh, wanted to chat with you guys real quick uh, before we get into some other stuff. I haven't seen you guys on quite a while. We haven't it's been, been doing much flying. Basically, we've been so busy. So, and I know Pat, you actually have the one hundred and five. I don't think you've even <laughs> now. Wait, if I, I remember not, right, nope. you got this plane in Christmas. Yeah, yeah, it came in January, I think. And you still have not <laughs> no. flown this one. No, no. To be fair, the one day that Mike was out, he had his little was that P fifteen, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he's like, all right, you know, he kind of chucks it, like I heard, the ground, yes. and then he's like, I don't, I'm not feeling so good about this. And then <laughs> Chloe was there, and she pipes up, and she's like, Do you have your ESC set up? Because mine's not, mine's underpowered, and 
you know, did you go through the manual and do that update? And I was like, well, I thought I did, but that was seven months ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it just was a day where I was feeling super confident. Uh. So that was the closest I got. Yeah, Mike was egging me on. He's like, come on, come on. Oh, I'm, I'm like, sure no, he was. Mike, I'm not really feeling it. So, yeah. So not yet. Okay. But hopefully soon, maybe before the snow Maybe flies. if we get some nice right. weather. Yeah, the, the weather just killing us. Oh, it's been. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Like the weekends, that's been nice. Like You're I've been busy. super busy. Yeah, it's yeah, tough to do. Town. It was just tough to do this this whole uh, summer. It's been yeah. crazy. This is the least amount of flying I've done oh, yeah. in years, yeah. honestly. Yeah. But what the, my next question is, though, obviously you listen to this podcast, maybe other podcasts, and, and I know you guys keep up on everything, but what here in the last six months though is is sparked your besides the c-130 because we know that's on everybody's list but (laughs) what else has sparked your interest or maybe on your radar or something you're like ooh, i like that or what is there been anything i mean andre and i we we talk to these developers all the time and we know what's coming and 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 there are a few things but i like to see you know outside our little spectrum a little bit I still want to get like some, I mean, the oldie ones that I don't have, like that little tiny UMX timber. I want to get. Oh, you, ha- you <laughs> I don't still want a timber. Oh, yeah. oh right? wow. I want some of the old, the, the stuff that is proven. It's uh-huh. just unbelievable. Yeah. You know, like, so like I have some stuff on my list, but of the new stuff, I don't know. I mean, there's so much stuff out there now and it's, it's just hard to. I need another job. <laughs> mortgage the More hours. Mortgage the house. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. We need a clone. We need clones yes. that can go to work so yeah. we can fly. Need, need a few Steves. Yeah. Really? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, it's in that, like the Bonanza is yeah. great because not super big. Yes. I think it was 37-inch wingspan, right. something like that. Yeah. And pretty cheap. Right. It's like, if I could throw that in, I already have some 1,300 batteries. Yes. That's always a concern yeah. for me because it's like, all right, now I have to... You know, go outside of the batteries that I have, and mm-hmm. I know thirteen hundreds kind of fall in line with the free wing mm-hmm. jets as well. Yeah, and like the yeah that little Mustang I have and stuff. Right. So I, so I already have like a population of that plane, um, and that size battery yeah, and everything. Yeah. That makes a huge difference. Yeah. People look at that like, what do I have in batteries? Okay, mm-hmm. so now I can look at these planes because yeah. I have these batteries. Well, with all these bigger planes that's coming out, do you think that's going to make people? Um, like make the the batteries pushing the batteries. Yeah, yeah. Four S twenty two hundred. I think that's going to be you know, and and we're seeing little micro quads flying on six S already too, right? So it's just it's just that natural way they're going to make it. So yeah, are they going to try and make it so that your existing batteries are no longer sufficient? Who knows. Prices need to come down on those big batteries. Yes. So that's that's like, the that's problem. The killer. You're spending more money. Andre can tell you firsthand. Right. You're spending more money on batteries than you are in the actual plane. Yeah, that's crazy. You know? Yeah, it's nuts. And you upgrade your, your charger, too, you said, right, Andre? Yes. For those, yes. For those big Actually, speaking of which, we'll probably chime in on the, uh, the some of that new tech that uh, Horizon released, huh? Yeah, and I haven't read up on that at all, but we'll try to pull that up and and check on it here in a little bit. Um, And I I can't argue with G.R. Baker. He says weather is no excuse, and we know he gets out and flies every day. I get it. Yeah, You know, uh, and he said an eight-year-old in TIA has flown the ultra-micro timber every day outside for 102 days in a row. I know, but but I don't drink beer every day. (laughs) I I would really like to do that. Yeah, right. I mean, (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, that's a next level commitment in my mind. Like, good way. I mean, there's there's good a way lot of stuff that's way easier than getting an airplane out that I don't do every day. Yeah. But my hat's off to those guys. Oh, that, absolutely. That's, that's awesome. an awesome commitment. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's very. Because there are days like, cool. okay, I kind of want to fly, but the weather's yeah. on the edge, and I'm like, ah, nah, I'll just wait for a better day. You know? Yeah. And it's my own fault. I, I Same here. Yep. You know. For sure. <sighs> but then there's those days when I have gone out to the field and it's a squirrely, whirly wind coming off the school. Mm hmm. And I put the timber like in safe mode because I first turned. Oh, yeah. The wing just <laughs> the wants wing to roll over. Like so I'm like, I'm getting the shakes with that plane. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll fly a battery and then maybe a second battery. And then I'm just thinking of all the crash stories where it's like, one more battery. Uh -huh. You know what? I'm done. It's not in 50 pieces right now. Yes. I'm just going to pack it up and then go again, drink a beer probably because I'm shaking a little bit. Yes. <laughs> yes. The plane just wants to crash into the trees. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's part of it. Probably my skill level is not. And actually, I, what I was thinking of is um, committing to doing some uh, on the uh, simulator. Yes. Is actually making myself do it, because there's oh, times yeah. I won't do that. Mm -hmm. I was like, honestly, I should do that more and kind of get myself, like, mm -hmm. especially in the winter. Yes. When I know it's just like, because last year I didn't do it nearly enough. And it's like, I'd like to kind of just use that time and, you know, do some 3D and stuff like mm -hmm. that to get more comfortable, because I'm not, I'm not there with those maneuvers. Right, right. And, I, and I'll be honest, I think I've talked about before... One of the best things I ever did, because, again, I'm like you. I have a hard time just sitting down and flying on a simulator. Yeah. I'd really rather be flying. But yep. get you a small, cheap EPP 3D plane. They're relatively mm -hmm. cheap. The batteries are cheap. And you can go out there in the, in the later evenings and just chuck that thing in the air and bang the sticks and mm -hmm. see what it does. You know, get all kinds of different orientations and, you know, do more inverted. Just Right. That's how I did. I went out and just started banging the sticks and see yeah, if it yeah. crashes, big deal. Right. It yeah. doesn't hurt it or you break out a little bit of glue and yeah. I mean, you're back in the air. That for That's true. me yeah. really changed. Yeah. The Cause game. you're pretty good. Cause I yeah. saw you through. Was. Yeah. Let's say was <laughs> the last time I actually flew. Uh, I won't say, but um, when Andre was down here and we were doing some flying and I haven't flown in a long time, I could really, I was super, super rusty. Like oh, okay. I couldn't believe how bad it really was. Cause yeah. I know you busted out the cub the one day. And, you know, he's just all of a sudden he's doing knife edge and he's oh, doing all this stuff. And I'm yeah. like, Oh man, look at that. Yeah, I it's like that plane is not exactly designed for that. No, you're, and you're and today rocking out. I I don't think I could do that. Yeah. So I almost need to grab the old 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 yeah three uh, D hobby shop plane here, take it back out right. and just go to town, start mm -hmm. banging the sticks, and you'd be amazed at what you learn and you get into different orientations true, where it flies so slow, right? Yeah, and, yeah, you have time to react, yeah. and you and when you get into that spot, you know a lot of times. Uh, on a normal faster plane you you don't know what to do yeah. that that fast or whatever if you, if you lose uh orientation uh, you know that helped so much yeah because it's yeah. very snappy then too yeah you know so yep yeah like you can make those really quick adjustments mm -hmm. yet it still flies slow, slow enough, enough yeah. where yeah you can recover right so that, that was Good always point. been no, my, my suggestion and they're yeah. and they're so cheap nowadays you can even go on a hobby king and buy one pr you know pretty much pre-made yeah you know, it comes with everything. Idea. Motor yeah. ESC, you glue it together real quick. Um, so, anyway, um, real quick, I got a story I wanted to share with everybody because I I thought it was great. I had some family in town here. Oh man, it's probably been close to a month ago, and my eighty nine year old grandfather came up, and he hasn't been up here in in years, and you know he's he. he 
I've been down to Florida a few times and have taken some planes down. He was always, you know, really super excited just to come out, hang out, watch and see him fly around. And I always said, you know, man, this is amazing and blah, blah, blah. So he was up here. And of course I was pulling all the planes out and showing him things. And, you know, here's the 89 year old guy's eyes were just lighting up and he's asking questions. And we, we talked for hours about it. And he's like, Oh, if I was just younger and the weather was crappy and they weren't here for long, but man, I would have, Love just yeah. to take him out, put him on the train trainer, you know, and just just let him mm-hmm. go to town. So I, I thought, well, here, the next best thing would to be uh, I broke I broke out the Inductrix, the uh, Inductrix mm-hmm. FPV Plus. So we were all in the house. I got like three sets of goggles. I pulled the goggles out, and I said, you know, just hold them up to your face. You don't have to put them on. It might make you sick or whatever. He sat down in the kitchen. I sat down beside him. We took off with this Inductrix. And I've never seen a guy just laugh and carry on and have as much fun as he did in, I don't know, I think we ran four or five batteries. That's great. He loved it. He just couldn't get over, you know, just, hey, he's like, hey, fly over here. Can we go under the table? Yeah, we're under the table. You know, (laughs) know, fly fly around. You know, my mom was here. He's like, fly around my daughter. I want to see her go around, you know. And he absolutely thought that was the best thing in the world. I've never seen a guy light up like that. And I was just like, you know, and I said, hey, you want to, f-? no, he didn't want anything to do with flying it. He just wanted to sit down and watch. And he's, he's trying to pass the goggles off to everybody. You got to check this out. He says, yeah. this is the most amazing thing. I feel like a fly, you know, and we were just burning battery after battery after battery. It was, it was crazy. You yeah, know, somebody of that age, you know, what they've seen coming up through. Right, and right. now I throw a set yeah. of goggles on and we're, and we're flying inside the house like a fly. You know, yeah. Well, speaking of that inductrix, so a couple weekends ago, mm-hmm. I invited Pat's family camping, yeah, with us, and uh, I have some relatives in Pennsylvania, so we met them out at this campground, and um, we both brought our little inductrixes, and um, the weather actually was perfect to fly those things, and this was like the first time I've even flown <laughs> almost all summer, and uh, so one evening was it even? Yeah, it was kind yeah. of an evening. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was a little bit before dark. We're at our, our campsite, and I brought out a TV and put it um, on a table, uh-huh. you know, by the picnic um, picnic table. And then Pat, you know, brought out his goggles, and um, so I hooked my goggles up to the TV. Yeah, and we each took off, and um, Pat was flying line of sight, and his son, you know, was wearing the goggles, uh-huh. and we were buzzing around. And all of a sudden, some of the the neighbors, you know, of our campsites, they came out. And, and I was like, oh, yeah, come here, here, look at the TV. Like, I'm actually flying it. And I was flying completely from the TV. Yeah. And um, they were like, that's incredible. And then um, Pat showed, like, some, you, you gave some, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, some rides, rides on. Goggles, the, yeah. And they kept asking questions. Yeah. And one of the neighbors was like, oh, the rest of my family's around that campground. Go go fly over to our site around the, the campfire uh-huh. and buzz them and yeah. see if we can do that. So I, I went over there and... You know, flying around them. Everybody, it was yeah, people are blown people away. People just told blown them away. Yeah, we told them how much it cost, how yeah. much it was. Yeah, like, how do really. I do this? Uh-huh. Well, what do you need? You yeah. know, this yeah. and that. I mean, everybody was so interested into it, but it was a lot of fun. Like that was the first time I've flown in a while, and just to see everybody's expression that was that was really cool. Yeah, and Andre can tell you too. The most fun we've had when he comes down in May is sitting on our back porch. We pull out the, all the inductrix, whether it was the plus or the or the regular one, whatever. And Mike has his, and it's flying around the backyard. 
you yeah. know, through yeah. the through the car windows, yeah. around yeah. the pool, through the canopy. That was the yeah, absolute, outside, really, yeah, yeah, the most fun mm-hmm. that yeah. we've had. And I and I don't know how how late a night or whatever you guys were flying. We were absolutely I was just amazed say that the low light, yeah, the yeah, low light was, capability. Yeah. on those little it's, quads. It's really good it to was, the point where you pop the goggles off. And yeah, you're and you're like, like it's dark. Right? I can't believe how right. dark it is. Right, yeah, that's exactly, because that's the time yeah. of night we float. Yeah. yeah. We flew around, and it yeah, was, it was it was really neat. It was definitely past sunset, like when we were flying mm-hmm. around. It was, yeah, it was impressive. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, just yeah, those are amazing blast. little, little yeah. quads. I mean, at sure. campground, it's definitely easy to lose your orientation yes. a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you're, like, pulling in. You're like, that's our, that's not our car. Oh, right. so then you try I to know. Come back <laughs> like, all these trailers <laughs> look the same. I'm like, yeah, I lost orientation once. I was, yeah. I thought... I, I thought I was in a different area. I'm like, uh oh, uh oh, where are we at? So I go out to the street. Oh and, yeah, uh, I'm going down the campsites. Oh, there's a red truck. All right, I noticed that. And then, yeah, there were some and, trees also. And I, there was a lot of trees. I did bump one and, at one uh, point, and it. That's I what's mean, great about things. Yeah, you it has give the, the guards. Some, yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. would have been. No, you didn't. Story. <laughs> you didn't come around a corner at the wrong camper, and there's some people standing there, and you're there with a, you know, yeah, this qu- yeah, and they were like, <laughs> uh, we couldn't was, tell the expression. <laughs> right, yeah, I was trying to keep it higher, so yeah. we were like eye level with people. Oh yeah. god, yeah, I wasn't going down real <laughs> low, but you know, when I was buzzing them, but oh, uh, you could see all like the kids coming out and standing, you know, around, and it, mm-hmm. look at that, what is that? Because they see all the lights yeah. on it, you know, and it's, uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Wow. Well, my problem too is I I had flown mine a while ago. In the backyard. Mm-hmm. So I got kind of brave. I popped it up and lost video completely. So oh. I pull the goggles off. Can't hear it. Can't see it. So I'm just kind of trying to goose the throttle a little bit. And then I know at this point it's on the ground somewhere. So I'm kind of just walking around, gunning a little bit while uh, I was in the street. Oh. Of course, all the props had flown off oh. and stuff. So I was like, all right, not doing that again. So yeah. I put all the props back on. I'm just flying around by like the back door and the cat loves to try and kill this thing oh, so no. i was like here you go so so i just kind of bumped the door props all fly off so i was like all right one of them's gone uh gone gone like yeah. i'm i'm under the deck i'm looking <laughs> around it had been gone for about a month and then right before i think the week before we were going camping i walk outside in the back door and the prop's sitting there right in the middle of the deck you're it, kidding it must have blown up blown? on the roof oh <laughs> so that i took I was like reading online. I took some of my wife's like spray hobby glue. Yes. And I put it on her. Yes. Well, I did too much because it's kind of gummy. Oh, yes. So I need to try and get some of that off of there. Yeah. But they didn't come off. But right. now it's like real slow and it's oh, going up. Oh, yeah. So I kind of have to fix that problem. But yeah. I know in the last podcast, that was one of Andre's complaints. That's definitely yes. a thing. Those props do not yeah. stand very well. I, I, yeah. I wish there was some sort of like locking well, mechanism yeah. or something that would keep I them agree. on better. Because yeah, I think I dab a little tiny bit of glue on that, there to keep them on there that's that what the i was doing for a while yeah. and and even after that like uh, i was taking a little uh thin ca on like a yeah. toothpick and just yeah. touching it and, yeah but even after a while i couldn't yeah. get that i finally changed out all the props put four new ones on and it's been good oh, since good. but yeah I'm once i get loose that. i know just, yeah yeah it's its only downfall i think and we did talk to uh you know uh mike finley was here and i was asking him he ended up buying the new inductrix bl so we were. Oh, I was wow. asking him. He says, "Yeah, that thing is is impressive. You know, with the power and everything." He said he was really, really impressed with it. Uh, everything all around. Wow. So, uh, does it have a different camera or is the same like camera system? Uh that's a good question. We were trying to figure that out before if it got yeah. even a better camera on it. But I'm guessing it's well, going to be pretty close pretty to the close. FPV Plus, wouldn't you, Andre? 
Yeah, and they, they've just opened up the, the spectrums on the frequencies and stuff like this. And, and like I said in the last show, we talked about it. It's got the onboard. Uh, you've got OSD. Yes. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That would be Yeah, neat. and it tells your voltage and yes. light time and stuff like this. So a little bit of it, but Mike thinks it's the same camera, which is a pretty phenomenal camera. Absolutely. So yeah, it is great. It, yeah. It's funny because uh, the other weekend I had my, I got a little 116 truck and I took the original a nano camera from my my little blade there and remember how bad that camera was Chris? yes we were black out yes well i was driving and i got to a dark spot and it went black on me and i'm like oh. i can't see <laughs> i know wow <laughs> yeah but I, that camera size is perfect i dropped it into like inside the truck oh, and, uh, uh, so i'm driving go. around chasing the cat yeah yeah <laughs> For sure, I think the OSD is, is uh, yeah, that's really yeah, built, that built, that's, oh, that's amazing. Very awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If they can transfer that to across planes and yes. everything, oh my gosh, you know what your voltage is? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a big yeah. Thing. In yeah. this case, Scott it's never just the, would have like the board, the, the evolution yeah. of the flight controller, right? So, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so yeah. that's super easy now. That's common tech, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, I know. Real quick here, let's. Uh, uh, we talked about the swallow here. I was going to pull that up real quick to see if it's still... Oh, uh, there it is. EFX. Oop, that isn't what I wanted. Mm, yes, the new EFX. Yep, that one's also coming out. Yeah. Or is out, I'm sorry. I'm excited about that. That's pretty neat. Yeah, we can chat about that too real quick, see what the changes are. Um, yeah, so we found that, I found this on their um, new items page here. It's a new small FPV wing, HK Swallow 670 FPV flying wing. It's 670 millimeters, obviously, or 26.4 inches. Cool thing about this, it's plug, awesome. and, plug and fly. It's 75 bucks, like right. ready to yeah. go. Yeah, right. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it looks I like it's got a little wings. bit more fuselage space compared to the uh, the yeah. Tomahawk, which I was flying with you guys over the summer. Right, 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 right. Uh, so what is this? Uh, flying wing will get you around all the small areas. The plane is near indestructible and made of tough EPP foam. It has two carbon fiber rods in the wings for improved stability. Uh, I got in big trouble about saying that for true stability <laughs> and strength. I mean, I got an email Did from you? a guy. Oh, oh, I should gosh. read it. He's like, it's not stability. <laughs> okay, dude. Oh, I get it. I'm sorry. Okay, so provide more stability and strength. There you go. The main body provides a plane with ample room for all electronics and fitted out of the way. So you're right, Andre. It sounds like there's more room in there. Yeah. The cool thing is it is has more room up front for your FPV camera, video transmitter, and if you want to use an action camera, there is a different cover to be used, especially for this type of camera. That's really cool. And here's something new, Andre. There is a three-axis flight stabilizer provided to mm. keep the wings stable for better video quality. So remember when we were flying the Tomahawk in the wind, how that thing was just jumping all around? I don't like the stabilizers. Yeah, I know you don't. But it'd be interesting I, I, to see if it would be. Yeah, and, and the thing is, you could tune it. So if it's yeah. too much, you could dial it down. And it yeah. says it can be turned off for, for more dynamic flying. And, <laughs> that's, amp- that's the only type of flying I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, this is true. I agree with you there. Ample power is provided by a 2205, 2300 kV brushless motor, 30 amp ESC, 6x45 propeller on a 1500 three-cell battery. 
let's see. I think it's it's included is a three-axis flight controller, 30-amp BL Heli, two- to four-cell ESC, the motor, obviously, two nine-gram servos, and two props. And it only requires three, four-channel radio, 1,500 three-cell battery. And then, of course, optional, your camera, video transmitter, goggles, and all that stuff. So. Yeah. Again, cool little wing. I, them, I I really think them little wings are a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. They are. And then you get things like you, you just look at the classic, you know, mini Sky Hunter and stuff. You know, you just throw those things in the air and go. Yeah. And look, we were looking at the bottom here. Uh, we have it up on the screen. It definitely has quite a bit of carbon in it. Uh, I think it actually might have more than the, the Tomahawk, Andre. So... There you have it. If anybody's interested in the little wings, go check that out. Carb- Ooh, carbon yeah, like fiber that. motor plate. Yeah. We're just going through the pictures here. I'm looking inside. Oh, definitely more it's room inside space. for sure. And like 75 bucks. I mean, you yeah, can cross promote awesome. our goggles and stuff right here Yeah, on their site, you know? I mean, yeah. Just put them right there in the bottom or kind of right next to it. Just, just do a little link. All right, so real quick, let's talk about the EFX. Oh. I had to laugh when I first pulled this up, Andre. It's a new Durafly EFX high-performance racer in terracotta edition. I think uh-huh. I remember Steve talking about that. Look at that spinner. Yeah. Like actual yeah, that won't break. Metal spinner? <laughs> Aluminum? Well, what they've done, they've basically blended the two planes together. So yeah. they've taken the extra mm-hmm. and then give it the EFX racer's wing. And mm-hmm. uh, and apparently they're, they're they're seeing performance. So I guess the stubby wing uh, didn't really, you know, it's nice. It's got a decent roll rate. But the old, the old classic wing, I think, has a lot better roll to it. And, and it just feels so. Yeah. It's nice. I, I like it. I like it. The fact that it's got a good, uh, you know, good range. I I think I miss uh, between the two of them. Mm-hmm. I still prefer the sound. The oh, original yeah. EFX racer oh, made that's yeah. that howl. No, oh, yeah. like, oh, that sound, sound is great. So the second one, uh, what, what was your? I mean, honestly, what was your opinion between the two? What did you like and not like between the two? I think the. Um, the second one was easier to get off the ground, right? To throw. I think it the, the second one, you had, yeah, the second plane had a still lost. It was funny though because my my racer after I fixed the wing flew just as nice, you know, and and was very stable. I got used to throwing it and how to yeah, throw yeah. it. Um, I know a lot of people were having issues or, or talking about issues with the with the E Flight Nine Hundred, and uh, you know, and it's like. You know, like uh, a few people told me they were doing overhand tosses. I'm like, no, 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 because <laughs> the natural tendency is to direct that thing to the ground, and you know, so it's like these things are set the throttle 75 percent and go vertical almost. You know, yeah. so you have a, at least you have a little bit. You have time to do a recovery. It's that's interesting. So the benefit of the uh, of the the EF extra was the size of battery you could put in there because I know for my my little one for the racer oh, yeah, I, have, four I have eighteen hundreds mm-hmm. right four S eighteen hundreds yeah that's what I so have. at least with the extra you can run like a twenty two hundred and a graphene will fit in there just fine so mm-hmm. that I think that was the big thing. Gotcha. about the differences so it's it's kind of blending the two the, the best of both airplanes i think so um otherwise they're they're both fantastic flying airplanes uh, i think uh, i like the yellow obviously because that that was super visual the yeah. blue wasn't bad i think the green is okay but for me the yellow just was it, it popped in the sky all the time yeah uh did they change the way it went together this is saying the efx clips and screws together in minutes connect the control surfaces to the servos install your receiver and lipo pack and you're ready to go 
Yeah, no, the wing the wing connection is pretty well the same. So I could literally do this conversion here if I oh. wanted. Uh, and and that's that is something I noticed. The only yeah. thing that changed was they hmm. they flipped. Uh, hmm. They did some changes to the canopy. Sorry, the the battery top. And mm-hmm. I got, so I couldn't use my my I couldn't switch between the two planes. My batteries, even though the covers, even though the colors were were different, um, they they flipped a couple things. I think they 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 changed the magnet system and actually inverted they. They swap the magnets, so one the positive versus repel. So they're 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 opposites. So you can't you know they're not interchangeable between the two models. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I laughed at that, but otherwise, you know, everything else. I think the tail sections are pretty well the same, and yeah. So it's uh, it's it, do you want the clip wing or not? And it's just nice having parts for these airplanes. Yeah. Yep. Um, for sure. Says versatility is another design feature of the EFX racer. Right out of the box, you're provided with two different power options: eight by six for the three cell, or the seven by six point five for the four cell, for good all around sports performance on a twenty two hundred three cell on the eight six. Or if you want speed, it is recommended for pilots with less. Ex- oh, that is recommended for pilots with less experience. However, for true high speed power, then you open up the throttle on an 1800 four cell with the 7x65, and it's a winner's choice. It'll get you going over 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Complementing the, the amazing speeds, the EFX is stunning agility in the air. A simple under, uh, yeah, yeah. underarm hand launch at three quarter throttle from a standing gets the EFX in the air, and you'll have unlimited vertical as soon as you open it up to full on four cell. Full house controls, aileron elevator rudder gives it remarkable aerobatic performance. Loops can be as big as you want them. Rolls are very precise, either fast or slow, and the EFX will even knife edge all day long. Thanks to exceptionally strong airframe, high-powered, high-G maneuvers will not present a problem. EFX racer will never fall, fail you, but always leave you wanting more. Yeah, so, hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. The need, the need yeah, for speed. That's pretty neat. Yep, yep. All right, one thing uh, we definitely got to talk about. Putting it up on the big screen right oh, now. There it is. Uh, if anybody's listened, especially way back in the day when we, you know, we were back. Uh, let's see, it would be the FT after hours. Uh, Wayne and I were um, big fans of the original Fly Zone Beaver, and that. Beaver, which I still have today, haven't flown it in a really long time. I think it still has the skis on it, matter of fact, because that's my winter bird. I mean, I take that thing out and just when it's nasty, nasty, nasty. That thing really changed how we looked at airplanes and, and got started into these high wing trainers. And the backstory on the the fly zone beaver was we were looking at, we thought it was really cool, it was very scale looking, the color, it had the lights, uh, but what sold it was um, Horizon used to do an indoor event down in Columbus in November. They literally took a 1300, I believe, uh, 1300 milliamp battery. They put it in this giant beaver and they were flying it indoors inside the aerodome down in Columbus. Yeah, Just I went to that once. Cruising yeah, around. That's crazy. That's, down. Not, that's not that big of a place. I mean, it's big, but. Yes. For that big giant yes. plane, and I was <laughs> that would take down everything in there. <laughs> Wayne and I looked at each other, and I'm like, "That's it. I'm completely sold." And I mean, literally, when we got back, we ordered a oh, couple wow. beavers that's, right there. That's neat. And there were some little things he had to tweak about it. Uh, nothing major, you know. We had to change the, the servo horn on the flaps to make them uh, work a little better. Just some little minor tweaking, but 
literally we flew the daylights out of this plane and it was the first kind of stole high wing just fun type of airplane that really set it off and and again for some weird reason you know it doesn't have any as3x on it it still flew fantastic and when the weather was crappy high winds or nasty out for some reason this is the plane we always took out it was just very big it flew like a just a or probably like a real beaver it was just kind of big and heavy and it just flew good you never have That's to really everything. yeah and if it was snowing and nasty and cold and miserable, that's the the plane I always took out. And even I think it was this last winter, it was like 20 below. Uh, uh, for some weird reason, I told Chloe I was going flying. It was snowing. Winds were like 30 miles an hour. I, I went out and was flying around having a blast. Chloe shows up. She gets out of her car. She's like, you're nuts. I'm not standing on this stuff. <laughs> Went back to her car and was watching and just like, I can't believe you're just out flying this plane. And it, it just handled it. That's awesome. So probably one of my all-time favorite planes in the fleet uh, out of everything I've flown. And they've updated it a little bit. They've brought out a new Turbo Beaver, 1.5 meter. And of course, everybody knows... Um, Horizon Hobby kind of took over, um, uh, who is it, uh, Hobbico mm-hmm. and Flyzone, everything. So, but they're now selling their products. So they announced that they brought out the Turbo Beaver, and again, it's just a Beaver updated with the the turbo prop engine, three bladed prop, and it. I think believe it's the same uh, aircraft. But if anybody's looking just for a very scale fun airplane it has the clear windows you could probably even put a little pilot in there if you really wanted to the full navigation lights this is one of the the first ones that actually had like the blinking uh rotating or the blinking the beacon beacon, the nav lights the strobe lights i mean it just looks amazing floats right includes the floats those are good looking yeah the floats look really good yeah the floats are fantastic it actually has the corrugated panel lines like on the tail and on the ailerons and the flaps it's actually has the hinge the real hinged flaps on it it's just a beautiful looking uh aircraft so just read about it here real quick no their aircraft in north america territory has made greater community impact serving its pioneers than the de havilland dhc2 beaver refurbished versions can be upgraded in many ways including conversions to a turboprop engine the fly zone dhc 2t turbo beaver 1.5 meter delivers realistic looking model of the outback master with smooth running turbine engine power the Flyzone 1.5 receiver ready is scale replica of the le- re- legendary bush plane equipped with the most popular stole features loaded with scale detail upon authentic outline from the well-appointed cockpit to the intricate surface features. You'll be proud to show this model off at the workbench. It's a m- model that takes shape fast with assembly. It's basically a bolt together process. Two piece wings are a big part of this model's convenience along with the completion level that includes a factory installed power system, servos that are ready for your receiver and battery, the more powerful brushless motor, three bladed prop, deliver performance punch, inspires bush pilots to take off in all conditions and terrain while operating flaps, built in wing fences, improve slow speed handling, and with the factory-installed LED navigation lights, you won't have to stop when the lighting gets low. 
Rugged aluminum landing gear equipped with large Tundra tires make it possible to fly just about any airstrip. If that's not enough to excite you, you can enjoy flying from a pond or a lake by bolting on the included floats equipped with dual operating water rudders. Now, definitely, Andre, I'm very excited because if one thing that I did, not that it was bad or anything, but the regular Beaver in some instances did seem just a tad underpowered. So I like to see that they, they upgraded it. It's got a bigger, somewhere I was reading in here, a bigger motor and ESC. Scale replica stole kit. Capability with all-terrain versatility, more powerful brushless motor, three-bladed prop, 40-amp ESC, receiver-ready, scale details, authentic corrugation, and rivets, plus a well-appointed cockpit, sleek turbine power appearance, features matching prop, intake, exhaust detail, navigation, anti-collision, and landing lights, two-piece wing design with carbon spar, Includes matching float set with the rudders, factory installed with a vibrant paint scheme and graph scheme and graphics, easily assembly. Only thing you need: five channel receiver, eighteen hundred to twenty two hundred three cell battery. In the box, you get the Fly Zone Beaver brushless outrunner motor, obviously forty amp ESC micro servos, and a user's manual. And I think I did watch the video on this. <laughs> I got a little cockpit. That's yeah. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. That is detailed. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. even more detailed than the original one. But as you can see, like on this picture here, you can see the corrugation on the flaps, the access yeah, panels, yeah. you know, the, the rivet detail uh, actually has the bubble uh, window on yeah. the side, uh, the outline of the door. And if you want to get fancy, you can just take a little bit of, you know, a Sharpie and stuff and do a little detailing on it. And man, the thing uh, really looks amazing. The only thing we did with ours is we did put bigger wheels on it. Oh, did you? Yeah, we got some Dave Brown, I don't know if they were two, 2.5-inch uh, lightweight foam wheels. And uh, it, it's just been a fantastic now, How airplane. was it? Uh, did they change how it converts from floats to No, to everything, wheels, that looks exactly the same. the same. Yeah, as far as, um, let me pull up some pictures of it on floats here. Well, I guess that's the main picture there. Yeah, that completely looks the same. It is it is a little bit more than most yeah. planes that converted over yeah. from the the landing gear to the the floats as you can see but it you know it's got the authentic look to it um looks i mean those floats are not going to fall off no 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 <laughs> for sure yeah they're not going to fall off but this is probably one of the best flying airplanes i've i've ever flown just you know it doesn't do anything fancy right um but it's just a solid airplane that's, and the price is absolutely yeah, right. That's yes, yes. Yeah. that's you know, insane. Like, all that I was, for that price. We were just saying in the in the chat line that you know it's uh, we need to see more aircraft yes. that are in that yeah. hundred to nine hundred and fifty dollar range, sub two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know they'll sell tons of those planes. Yeah. So yeah, it's very interesting. And yeah, three S twenty two hundred. You could fly this thing all afternoon. Yeah, and and. If you're just putzing around and you're not flying the thing hard, man, it seemed like we would get like over ten minutes on a on a twenty two a good twenty two hundred battery. Now this is a bottom battery load, right? Like the bottom battery yeah, load. It's, it's the only um, I will say the battery compartment on this plane is not super friendly. Hmm. Uh, if you have a a big, large, heavy, heavy like twenty two hundred graphene, you're going to have trouble getting that battery in there. It's a and it's not where you open the hatch and it slides in flat. It actually goes it straight down in 
to oh. the plane. It's oh. not a real big space. Yeah, they I don't see. show an illustration yeah, of that. They show it, so yeah. I wonder. Oh, yeah. there it is. There it is. The first picture, when it, there's a photo of it upside down. Oh, that is a tiny little hatch. Wow. Uh, do they show it upside cool. down? I'm looking on yeah, the first uh, one on the, left. on the horizon. Yeah, it's a oh, this one shot here? with the wheels. Yeah. yeah. Can you zoom in on that? Uh, Yeah. There, you go. there we go. Yeah, it's oh, not a huge yeah. slot. So that the battery, like I said, yeah. the battery just slides straight down in, <laughs> and it's got a little yeah you know, the compartment for it. The so timber, it's, it's a little like bigger. the timber with the floats on, right? All yeah. of a sudden, you're like cradling this airplane, yes. trying to figure out yeah. how to do it without crushing any of the yeah, tail right. or anything. That's the only. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. the bad that's thing is true. when you pull this hatch off, you got all your wiring from all the electronics and everything yeah. right there. So you got to try to stuff the battery in there, get the you know plugged in, and get it tucked in there. Uh, that would be my biggest gripe with it. Yeah. Hmm. But other than that, I mean, the scale. Yeah, just the detail. Is really, oh really man, good. the thing just just amazing. I mean, it puts the the mall to shame. I think. <laughs> <laughs> the cool thing about it, like Andre just said, it's a hundred and forty nine or one hundred and fifty bucks. And yeah, right yeah. Canadian. Yeah. yeah. And right now, if you order it. Uh, I hope they do this off a of pre-order, but right now, if you get it, you get a Spectrum AR620 receiver with this plane. So wow. it's out of the box. You got a Spectrum radio. You bind it. You're ready to go. Yeah, that's and deal. I believe the new AR620 receiver, Andre, I think that's the new um, antenna-less receiver. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So hey, Mike Finley says he never enjoyed taking the wings off the original one, but no, uh, I agree with yeah. him there. It, it it is a cool little system. They got the little tabs and they just kind of snap in together. But I n- I never yeah. took the wings off. It's not really that big of a plane. Like it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll it's only one point five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's um. Hey, it says the thing does sixty miles an hour. I <laughs> would have never guessed it does sixty <laughs> wow. miles an hour. That's wow. pretty fast That's for it uh, is. Well, and and I'm willing to bet well, it's a turbo. Um, yeah, it says here even approximate flying time is eight minutes. So, like I said, if you're just putting around, yeah, uh, even what it looks like here with the bigger motor and everything, you know, ten minutes, and that's a lot long time to be yeah, out sure. flying a plane. Oh yeah, you know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we're gonna have to have like this massive beaver flight thing at Flight Fest next year. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Trying to get the motor size is now a forty eleven nine hundred and twenty kV. Spinning a eleven by seven point five three bladed prop. Hmm. I'd say drop it down to a four. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, a ten inch three bladed and go four S. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 Andre. No. What are you? A hundred mile an hour beaver. What do you want a big <laughs> four? Ah, oh, you're crazy. No, <laughs> no. Come on, it's turbo. No. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wingspan is 60 inches or 1510 millimeters. So it's just it's almost just a perfect right. size. Yeah. That's yeah. Just right. So there you have it. That is the turbo beaver from fly zone, which now you can get at horizon hobby. Um, awesome. Yeah, awesome pr- airplane. Yeah, I can't prices. Really prices. Really good. Insane. Yeah. Cause I know I was kind of, you know, looking at the beaver, and that was more like in the 200 range, I think, from what I remember. Yeah. 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 So. It's interesting they've dropped the price yeah. on it, but I guess, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think that's going to do we'll well. We'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah, I think that's yeah. going to do well. I love it. For that price, for sure. Real quick, let's see if we can pull it up. I wonder what that would be under. Their charger, surface radio. I want to pull up the new charger and talk about it for just a second. Do you know what it was, Andre? 
I think you'll get it under, if you go under airplanes, you're probably going to find it. Darn it. Free flight classic, parts finder, battery finder. No. Where did they put it? I remember reading about it, but I didn't really, really get into it. Battery chargers? <laughs> Battery. Oh, that's, that's funny. Yeah, you'd think there'd be an accessory spot. I don't see it. Receiver systems, parts and accessories, tools, tools and equipment, maybe. Da, 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 da. Nope. Darn it. I don't My even prize. see it under their battery chargers here for some weird reason. Chargers. Hold on. All right, while you're looking for that, let me pull up some emails. I'm ready to see if we got any emails here real quick. I'll read you the email from the gentleman who, who uh, got on me about the my. I said, <laughs> depends on what, what part of the country you live in. You know what I mean? There you go. Here we go. This was from, and we were just kind of goofing around. This wasn't serious, but this was from Darren. He says, Chris, you're really killing me here. It's stability, not stability. Say it slowly with me. <laughs> stability. Please, you're hurting my ears. Ha, ha, ha. So I responded, well, it just depends from what part of the country you're from. <laughs> you know, tomato, tomato. But we went around and around about that. Uh, let's see. Smart technology. I'm going to put the link into the chat here, right off the Spectrum site instead. Oh, there you go. Here we go. Bang. There it is. Spectrum Smart Technology. Spectrum. We'll just go to Spectrum RC. So, Andre, you got to tell me, when are you going to get some of those jets out there? I mean, what have you flown recently? I, and I can't say anything because I haven't flown either, but you got a lot of jets sitting in uh, your next room over there that haven't seen the light of day. Yeah. We'll see. Once the weather is nice, once my time is up, you know, and I got to be, I got to be in the mood, man. Uh, that The thing about the jets is it's funny because someone was asking me, one of my non-flying friends was asking me what the difference is. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, flying normal can be a super relaxing experience. And then flying the, uh, uh, the jets is like this three minute adrenaline terror fest thing, you know? So you've got to be in the mood for it. Yeah, you've got to know sure. that you run the risk of, you know, destroying like five, $600 in a heartbeat mm-hmm. uh, if something goes wrong and you have a bad day so yeah uh so i've already written off the month of september october is not looking much better because well okay so next weekend we've got a few guys i've got a few flying guests we're doing our little mini flight fest north thingy mm-hmm. uh so we're, we'll, we'll if weather hopefully the weather plays nice we'll, we'll definitely be getting out there so um uh, and we'll uh, we'll have some fun for sure. And I'll probably fly a jet or two. I'd love to probably get the yak going. And if the weather is right and I feel good, well, then we'll we'll put up the A10 and give that a shot because I know it flies great. And it, yeah. I've been told it slows down completely. Uh, and uh, there's also the uh, yeah the uh, the I want to fly my flex jet again and everything. So yeah, so, is, it, uh, is the flex jet all fixed up, ready to go again? Oh yeah, she's ready. <laughs> oh, all right. So just a couple scuffs and a yeah. little rough on the landings. Uh, but uh, Buck Stamps actually asked about that. I just put the spare parts. I've just put them aside because uh, uh, Flex had sent me a new vertical stab and everything So and a, and a new canopy. So um, I'm probably going to set everything up and go from there. Does Andre have enough volunteers for the unofficial Flight Fest North thing? Yes. Yes, I do. 
Uh, I guess uh, also real quick, if you want to mention too, uh, Flight Fest. What was it? What would that be? Texas, Flight South. Texas, yeah, it's coming up here Texas. very soon. Yeah, that's uh, we're we're looking pretty we're pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're slowly building towards it. Oh, I closed all my windows for the. Uh, I was doing the show notes. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, it's it's getting there. Uh, still a little bit more planning. A lot of people asking questions. So as as we fill that in, um, I should be there on the first of November and take you know so just quick bounce in, do the th- event, and then come home. Mm. So, but it's cool. I've never been to Texas before, so yeah. Okay. So now we finally have up uh, Spectrum Smart Technology here. Now, it'd be interesting to read some of this because I, I am probably, besides Mike, the worst person with my batteries. I do not. either Half of them are charged. Half of them aren't charged. I, I forget to put them about storage I'm like, charge. I'm like that. Are you like that, oh, too? Yeah, absolutely. Most of Mike's batteries are round. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally round. Yeah. And it looks like they're going to explode at any moment. <laughs> so what Spectrum has done here... Spectrum Smart Technology is about offering a higher connection to your hobby. It's a connection that puts you in complete control, makes you more aware and more confident about the uh, capability of your equipment, all while making virtual components of your model easier to use than ever. The combined result is a sense that will make you wish everything about your hobby was smarter. And real quick, in I'm sure it's maybe around the corner and this might have something to do with it. But one thing, Andre, as you know, I, one thing I love about the DJI batteries is they're a smart battery. And generally mm. when you're done flying, you just charge them up and then you can set the, the days or whatever. Like in five days, them batteries automatically go right to a storage charge. That's really cool. And you don't yeah. have to worry about it. So, LiPo batteries with Spectrum Smart Technology practically takes care of themselves while sorting unique data such as chemistry type, cycle count, charge rate, error log, and more, plus programming options to custom tailor the smart LiPo battery to your needs. This innovative connection is made possible by an installed microchip on every battery, feeding the unique information through a data cable to the new IC3 and IC5 connectors. Every smart battery is factory assembled with the next generation IC3 or 5 connector that's conveniently compatible with older devices equipped with E3C or EC5. You can use smart batteries with non-smart systems, but only when connected to a Spectrum smart device will it benefit the smart technology. Smart chargers. So here we go. Uh, They got two chargers out, smart S1200 DC charger which is a 1 by 200 watt, or they have a 2100 AC charger, a 2 by 100 compact and portable DC smart charger with 200 watts of output power that generates spectrum connectors and convenience for charging that's safer, easier, and smarter. You can also get the spectrum smart 30 amp power supply. And I think real quick, I'm going to play the video and see what it does here. And we can listen. Maybe give us a little bit more information. Spectrum has always been focused on making cutting-edge radio control technology easy to use. Now, Spectrum Smart Technology is redefining connectivity and simplicity in RC. 
Spectrum smart chargers and smart batteries combine for a hassle-free, connected and safer charging experience. Spectrum smart chargers make charging RC batteries easier and safer than ever before. When combined with Spectrum smart batteries, just plug into the charger and hit start. Smart technology will take care of the rest. The battery and charger automatically communicate to provide vital information from the battery to determine chemistry type, cell count, capacity, recommended charge rate and more. This innovative connection is made possible by an installed microchip on every battery, feeding the unique information through a data cable to the new IC3 and IC5 connectors. The IC series of connectors are designed from the ground up to provide a more solid connection, higher heat resistance and effortless installation. For those using the popular EC3 and EC5 connectors, there's no need to worry. The IC connector series is entirely backwards compatible with existing connectors. Features of the smart microchip aren't limited to charging. With LiPo Health a top priority, smart batteries will automatically discharge to a storage voltage when left unattended for a user-determined period of time. This will help alleviate battery degradation. Somebody's saying it was dead air out on the internet. Anybody here? Can you guys uh, out there like on Facebook Live? Can you hear the uh, video playing? I don't see why you wouldn't, but... I think we might have lost. Andre still there? Andre. I'm still there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were getting I dead just, air? Well, no, you just, you could, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have the fle- the feedback, but I wasn't hearing it. Um, hearing. Okay. It was working. Never mind. All right. Um, so and so one of the questions the I had looking at this is yeah. does this, will this feed into the battery and the transmission system so you can get, um, so you can get, uh, um, um, battery telemetry while you're flying that's, that's what the only I'm, value i could see from this yeah that's what i was just thinking i was going to finish up the video but um i bet this is probably going to link in eventually to the the newer like the ix12 radio so your technology is coming right from the battery i mean you could get everything from temperature voltage set you get all that information right to your radio and then set up your alarms for everything mm-hmm. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, that'd be really good. Cool. Yeah. yeah. But that's that's like if everybody's not, saying. Yeah. It's nice, but it's a very, you know, uh, you know, they have an ex- inexpensive retrofit. Yeah, I guess so. So you probably, if you had an existing battery, you know, if you were in this already in the, you know, the EC3 stuff and everything, or mm-hmm. even the X60, it doesn't matter. I mean, I assume they're reading through the balance port because that makes more sense. Uh, or not. I don't know. But uh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, this would definitely be something down the road. Again, there, this is all new, so this could be one, two, couple years. You know, where your your, your older batteries are are going bad. Start and you re- cycling start, stuff. Out. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and this was one question I, I posed in the in the chat. It was, you know, would you want a bunch of dumb batteries, or would you just want a few smart batteries? You know, if you could like drastically reduce your thing, but again, we, we get back into the same deltas where everybody's making so many different airplane spec batteries, yeah. Yeah. you really have to make that that decision, right? So, yeah. Um, let me put you back on yeah, the screen Yeah, it totally depends on the cost, quick. I think, and how, how integrated yeah. it is. Yeah. 
and, and how expensive your plane is. Like if you really want the telemetry and all that, and you want the well, battery to be 100%. This is it. On, on all my yeah. jets, I run a, a battery telemetry module, but I yeah. just transfer it between airplanes, right? Sure. So mm-hmm. that's easy enough. And you plug it into the radio and, you know, set mm-hmm. up the alarm. So, you know, I, I used to do all the monitoring and now I just have it said, give me alarm when one battery gets too low. You know, mm-hmm. when you yeah, get yeah. down to a certain point, it beeps at me. I'm like, okay, I can land, you know? Yeah. Too many connectors. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, and e-flight batteries are—they are really They're, expensive. Yes. Yeah, to get twenty two hundred. I know the last time I was—I yeah. got one. It was like forty bucks. Exactly. Oh, but yeah. now <laughs> that now that this is out and everything, you hope, yeah. know this is going to be trickling down to everybody yeah. else, right? And it's going to start getting you know way well, cheaper. Neat. I mean, it's it's pushing technology. It's pushing the yeah. Com- competition. So yeah. like, yeah. you competition's either going to start lowering their battery prices. Yes, you know, or or. Yeah. Do something to deal yeah. with this, and that's really cool. I would say for, I don't know, maybe a lot of people, some people, I don't know, that are very meticulous with their batteries. I wish I was, you know, where their their law. I think Andre logs everything. Like I like, used you, to. You now used I just to. Yeah, you just got too cumbersome, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a lot of people sure do that. Storage fee. Yeah, I just yeah. make sure they're in storage, and and um, usually they're they're fine. Yeah. So I guess for me. Maybe, you know, if I had quite a few planes that just flew on the 2200s, I would, I would start out with that, you know, give that a shot or something. But I don't know. It's inter- it's interesting technology, though, I think. So it would be interesting. I, I can see them, you know, this this integrating into one system, you know, and, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, Horizon and Spectrum. And between all the companies that Horizon owns, there's enough information and enough technology and enough knowledge base uh, that yeah, they can do this because you know other of their their other manufacturers, Traxxas, for example, that their batteries do do the same thing with the Traxxas charger and so on. So it's you know this is not new tech really if you if you look at the industry, but they're just you know introducing it to their technology to their spot. So eh, right. still pretty neat. Right, it does look super simple though. At least that gets like complexity out of the out of yeah. the mix. Yeah. You, know? you could have any yeah. different size smart batteries, plug this in and just hit start. Yes. It knows exactly what it is. You yeah. don't have to change the voltage. You don't right. have to do and all I, And I think just glancing at it, and again, I haven't really looked deep into it, but it looks like you could kind of set up the battery for your storage charge mm-hmm. or what, how, how many yeah. hours you wanted. Yeah. And I think that's a big, that's my, that's really cool. Yeah. Like that's, that would be useful for me for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm horrible about it. Oh, that. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> oh. All right, there you have it, folks. I think we're going to wrap this show up. Um, we had a good time, had a surprise guest on, and just everybody listening so you know, we do have more guests coming up. Matt Andron, I've, I've spoken with him. We're just working out what Sunday's going to be best for him, but he's in, so we'll ha- uh, get your questions ready from Matt Andron from Horizon and see if we can get some information out of him or maybe what they're working on and what's coming up next. Uh, I think Alpha Enos is ready to come back on. Andre, didn't they have some new products or something they wanted to share, correct? Yeah. Yes, they do. He's got some new exciting news. uh, We'll see what works out. And so I know we got some guests around the corner. Um, Real quick, too, if you like the show, please go check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash rcafterhours. If you like the show and like to help us out and keep it going, just donate anything a dollar a month would you know definitely helps out so we appreciate everybody that has helped out um but just go check out our page and donate a dollar that helps us out and of course as always uh, get fpv they are fantastic uh, daily deals get fpv.com free shipping on most orders over 60 bucks now international shipping with dhl 
please go spend a hundred bucks. It used to be $120 and we're doing so good. They're like, you know what? We're going to lower it. It's now a hundred dollars. So go spend a hundred dollars, put in our discount code RC after hours and you get 10% off your entire order. And I know we haven't plugged it much, but anybody wants some after hours swag, you can go to, man, I always get this uh, website wrong. It's shop.spreadshirt.com slash RC after hours. They have all kinds of stuff on there. Um, Sweatshirts, coats, hats, T-shirts of any color you can imagine. Uh, Andre's got quite a few different designs on there. So if you want some after-hours swag, just hop on that site, uh, shop.spreadshirt.com slash rcafterhours and get whatever you want. <laughs> Mike Finley, I will definitely get you your stickers since I forgot to bring them Thursday. I'll get you out some stickers. Um, I don't even have any stickers. Well, what's what's going on here? Yeah, I know. I need to get some up there too, or we'll figure out. I still haven't figured out what we're going to do with the stickers, but we'll figure <laughs> something out. Um. Anyway, get FPV. Go check those guys out. They are fantastic for all your FPV and drone needs. Uh, we love get FPV. They got all kinds of cool stuff out there. They got their new Popo motor, which is fantastic. Um. Anything else you wanted to add, Andre? Hey, jump on to iTunes and leave a review. It helps us out. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's every once in a while I get to see the reviews and the, and the comments from people, and it's pretty awesome. So I appreciate that. And a <laughs> massive, massive shout out to Andrew Newton, who sent me a camera with instructions to fly into the camera. So <laughs> oh, that's awesome. be my new ground okay, cam. That's cool. going to see a lot of scary action. So, mm. so you're yeah. going to fly your six hundred dollar jet into the camera? I guess you know. uh, Let's see what happens. We'll see what happens. Right. I think I'm going to do some tundra practice first. You there know, you go. A while. Good idea. Uh, Rusty on the sticks. Yeah. And hey, thanks for Stephen Neal for hopping on here last minute and just coming on hanging out. That was fantastic. So, yep. Uh, and thank you, you guys, Pat and Scott, oh, yeah. for coming sure. in thank and you. hanging out. Thank you. And of course, everybody joining us on Facebook Live. We love just to come on, hang out, read your comments, and interact with you guys. So, and we're out of here. We'll be back. Uh, we'll see what our guests are doing. Could be next week. Could be a couple weeks. We'll see what's going on. But we'll definitely be back with uh, more guests and more fun and entertainment. So thank you, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.